Hello everyone, it's a gorgeous Wednesday evening and you're tuned into a piece of V. I'm your host, Vanessa Makeche. And today's topic of discussion is making peace with our failures. Here to discuss that topic of discussion with me is Terry Momba. Welcome, Terry. Thank you, Vanessa. I'm so invited to take part uh, in this lovely podcast. Well, I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much. So getting into the topic of discussion today, I would love us to start on this note. What do you define failure as? Well, to start with, failure with me, I basically define it as failing to achieve your set goals. To me, that's failure. As for me, close to yours, I love to define failure as anything that you do not achieve due to circumstances or conditions. That's that's how come I define failure. So whatever we do not achieve that we've set our heart to do is failure for me. Wow. You know, um, your definition is basically just similar to mine, but we are talking about the same thing. Right, exactly. Which brings us to our first question. Why do you think many youths are failing now in our modern generation? We have so many people that are doing the most. And yet when you sit down and ask these individuals, many of them will tell you we are failing so much. Why do you think many are failing? There are a lot of factors that lead to failure and which mm-hmm. we shouldn't overlook. Failure comes with several factors. It, it is subject to look at mm-hmm. this question, you know. Um, some of them are not researching enough. You know, you would love to venture into a business, but you don't have uh-huh. knowledge over that business. So definitely you'll fail because you can't jump on something and you've not done adequate research on what steps you're supposed to take so failing there is inevitable then we have a lot of youths who are very anxious and they they want quick gratification you know Mm -hmm. quick gratification is is a massive dangerous thing that so many youths are going for and it brings a lot of problems hence bringing failure you have to put in the work and you need to put in the patience for for you to achieve so many things Mm -hmm. so with our youths many youths there's lack of patience there's lack of uh, research knowledge and all amazing so i want to pose a question you said lack of patience how long should one wait to know that they're venturing in the right thing because you know there are many people that actually venture into stuff and then it takes so long let's say 10 years you're just waiting for results i'm sure you've seen the movie acrimony yeah you saw how long it took that young man to actually achieve what he wanted. So how long should one wait to actually get what they want? Uh, mm-hmm. Waiting. The fact that you and I start the same business today and mm-hmm. it takes you um, eight months to get settled with your business, it does not mean that it will also take me eight months. Probably right. with so many factors ahead of me, my business can probably take two years. So with the period of waiting, when you're trying to achieve something, 
there's no exact time frame that one has to put because every journey compared to different individuals is a different journey. And what mm-hmm. makes it different are the factors that we, we go through, the things that we encounter. So if there's somebody who spent 10 good years waiting for something to, to be achieved, it does not mean that you, the next person, should also take 10 years. If somebody right. was discovering how to create these computers and it took them over 15 years, the fact that somebody did that and you now have the knowledge, meaning it will take you lesser years because you already have the right knowledge of how you can do all that. So with time frame in, in, in the range of patients, you don't have the time frame where you can say, no, in the next these years, I have to be patient. No, you just work according to the principles you are applying. Based on the results, you'll be able to tell that, okay, have moved from where I was, I'm now to this level. Where I was to this level. Provided you are staying true to your vision because your vision keeps you moving. Mm-hmm. And your vision does not give you a time frame saying this is that. All you have is that it will happen and you just have to yeah. keep on putting the work. Right. Okay. So many are the times that us as youths downplay this mental health, yeah? Do you think failure is the main reason that young people are suicidal now? Young people are going through so many things. And a lot, there's there's been a lot of shift from the industrial age to the information age right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of suicidal events have been recorded more now than the industrial times, you know? Mm-hmm. So things things have evolved and things have changed. And there are a lot of things that have just come into play, looking at the industrial um, age, the way it was, and the information age right now. Uh, a lot of yes. youths are on social media. A lot of youths are more passionate than ever before, trying to achieve so many things, so many goals. And as a result, there are a lot of problems that are arising from, from, from certain things when they are approached wrongly. When you speak of um, some some youths who are facing failures, then they try to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. That's all dependent on how they have grasped the concept of life and all. You know, mm-hmm. social media is out there telling you that if you don't have this, you failed as an individual. Yeah. If you have not achieved this at a certain age then you are worthless in society. You know, there's that mm-hmm. image that is being painted on, on so many youths who are trying to achieve. Hence, making them hustle for the wrong reasons. And one ten whatsoever they are pushing for, they have mental breakdowns. Mm-hmm. So a shift in so many youths looking at how they should approach life would help so many removing all these suicidal thoughts and bring good mental health issues. Otherwise, the approach is so wrong. People are hustling for the wrong reasons. They are working hard to to, to prove to people that they can do it. And it has got 99% nothing to do with themselves, making themselves happy. It's all about other people, what other people think, which is totally wrong. That's a wrong approach. Mm -hmm. The results of those, they bring mental health. Wow. 
Now that's amazing. Well, um now more than ever, uh I hear people speak of failure and with shame. Do you think when you fail a couple of times, let's say you rewrite your exam twice, three times, that should something that should be something you as an individual should be proud of knowing the fact that you are trying though you haven't gotten there yet but then you're still putting in the time the effort and the hard work do you think it should something it should be something people should be proud of what has really shaped how people look at failure is the the system itself you know the education system has made failure mm-hmm. look like um, you are nothing when you don't get 100% out of 100 you are worthless if you don't get a distinction you are worthless if you mm-hmm. don't get a merit you know yes but we we have so many examples of individuals who did not work out well in the school system but outside the school system they were successful in whatsoever venture they ventured in mm-hmm. that does not make them failures they are succeeding we've got a lot of people who are employing we can give several examples you know i for myself i've yes. gone through failure i love to use my own reference because i've experienced failure in so many phases and mm-hmm. my first failure was that of my grade 12 my results were not so pleasing because of the system that's there in the in the world at large and the education system to be precise when you don't reach certain things you are considered to be worthless or anything and when my results were out you know i i knew that i didn't do well why because i did not put in the work i did not put in the sacrifice and oh mm-hmm. not that i was just okay in my studies and everything no i did not put in the work so definitely yes. i knew something bad will, will happen and yeah i failed my sciences and several subjects math i cleared and these are subjects uh it took time for me to accept that i have to reset for those mm-hmm. results so after it don't to me saying failure that define the school system should not define who i am so those yeah. are just results that are just put up they do they certainly do not define who i truly am so meaning i can eat better to achieve better if i put in the work or effort i did that do you know what happened i failed what again what happened no after putting in the effort putting in the, the focus and i was going for tuitions for that and to me uh-huh. i was certain that i would definitely do well Uh-huh. I flunked all of them. All the subjects oh I wrote, I I flunked. Do you know what happened again? I did not give up. I told myself wow. I'm going to do better because this does not define who I am. Mm-hmm. Through that phase, I did not have any mental breakdowns. Why? Because I knew that the school system should never at all define who I am. The the grades should never define the true person I am. Those are just figures. So meaning I can still do better. My second attempt um when I wanted to sit in for for my exams, 
I did not mm-hmm. even go for any tuitions from anyone. I just did self-study and I managed to get distinctions Wow! without even going for, for, for tuitions or anything. I mean, That's how my dad started for me to go to tertiary. So that thing mm-hmm. did not define who I really was. And funny enough is that when I went into college, mm-hmm. I became one of people in class, you know, wow. from, from, a, from a place where I thought fell to a place where mm-hmm. I realized I, should never define who I'm. I, I truly am. And through that yeah. phase, I did not have any mental because it is the fact that I told myself that failure find me so coming to your question on why so Mm -hmm. many youths are committing suicide it's because the focus has changed it's all about others and not who they truly are if you Mm -hmm. if if you get grades that are not appealing to your parents you know they approach you in in a system because they are following a system that has labeled that if you don't get certain good grades you're a failure and if you end up submitting to that you join the circle of people who are thinking I'm worthless. I just, maybe I'm not important. I just need to take my life off that way because everybody looks down on me, which is sad. Yeah, very sad. Truly, it is. There's actually a saying that goes like, people that succeed are not those that aim low and hit. The people that succeed are actually those that aim high and miss. That's very true. That's very true. So true, Vanessa. That said... Um, this brings us to our, our next question. What is the immediate step to take right after one fails? What do you do? Well, what you basically do is you don't have to make it too personal. Mm-hmm. Saying, I'm, I'm a failure. I failed. I'm a failure. The first step is that you have to first accept whatsoever thing you've encountered you have to accept that, okay, this is my situation. What yeah. am I going to do next? Your focus mm-hmm. should be your way forward on how you're going to develop yourself from that state. You have to accept. When you accept, it's yeah. room and give you a chance to even have a clear mind on what you're going to do next. First is acceptance, Vanessa. Nothing more. Just mm-hmm. accept that, yes, this has happened. To move on. I need to do this. Failure is is broad. It can be referred Amazing. to some, you know. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of people mm-hmm. who've had children even before um, the, 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 the right time came where you have to be married, you know. Mm-hmm. Certain people consider that as failure. No, not, you know, telling yourself that I've failed, where yeah. especially parents would how would you have a child when it's not your time? Like you have to first get married, be in school. Probably maybe others don't want to go to school. They'll tell them you have to be running your business, things like that. So when they encounter in such scenarios, they see themselves as failures in that direction. Yeah. So find it hard to accept that, no, I did this. So maybe everyone thinks I'm not um a good person or whatsoever that also brings so many problems because failure can be anything not just in the school system so anything that happens in your life you first have to accept yeah that's amazing yeah. I, I you just got words out of my mouth that was exactly what i was going to say i was going to say when you speak of failure many people refer it to 
education only, but there's also failing relationship-wise in your relationship with God, your relationship with your spouse. In every aspect of life, people are failing business-wise, academic-wise. You know, failure, like you said, is really broad. So bringing it a bit home, um, our relationship with God, yeah? When you fail, you know, many other times where you feel I've fallen short and I've failed, I can't do this anymore. What, what must one do to make peace with their failures and say, you know, I failed, I need to accept and forge ahead. What should one do to make peace with that failure aside from accepting? Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have knowledge, you are free. You know, the truth. you shall know the yeah. truth and the truth. If yeah. you speak of failing in, 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 in the aspect of, of a Christian's faith or knowing God and all, you know, you have to understand who God really is. So once you mm-hmm. have a great understanding, anything that comes along the way, you'll be able to accept. So we say that if you accept, the next step will be finding ways on how you can forge ahead. So in regard with your question, uh, as a believer, you know, you encounter things that you're not supposed to encounter and mm-hmm. you have that sense of guilt that will strike you and you think you're not worthy of working or doing more of God's work. That shouldn't even reach that far because you, God already knows that that was supposed to happen because he he's already predestined our lives so he knows mm-hmm. that you are born and make mistakes and at a particular day you will go back and pray that father i've done this this and that so you not having the sense of guilt is understanding who your father really is mm-hmm. the fact that you understand so well on who your father you will make even a relationship with him and talking to him after you talk with him you have that relief of not having the sense of guilt and the sense of guilt is not even from him it's Uh, there to just put you further and further away from him so that you should not have a an intimate relationship with him so it's just there to bite you and bite you and bite you more that you completely unworthy to even do his works or to be with him right just to cut you short and divert a bit, here's an individual who's been in so many relationships and then they just feel, okay, this, this is not for me. I think I've failed in this area. Do you think they should make peace in the sense that they should do away with relationships or make peace and just find happiness within themselves and not the relationships? You know, relationships, you don't find happiness in your other person. You know, mm-hmm. happiness has to come first from you. Yes. A lot of people are com- a lot of people are coming with baggages from different relationships, you know, having mm-hmm. different uh histories. So when they come to a new relationship, probably even the other significant other has a lot of history that they, they come with. Mm-hmm. And they want to bring happiness. And they want, everyone wants to be happy. You don't go into a new relationship and expect to be sad or out. No, 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 no. We all want to be happy. So if I get into a relationship 
my happiness comes from me myself and right. i should expect the same from my significant other to have the happiness before they think that i should bring happiness to them you know mm-hmm. we come with so many different expectations and expectations bring out disappointments 100% so, so if you come with high expectations in a relationship you will definitely find it difficult to be happy because you only have to come with your happiness and your happiness will be reverted back from your other significant other so happiness is not found in the other person no you bring the happiness to the table and they do the same <laughs> right and everything flows from there vanessa everything just flows from there you know when i don't expect uh i'll give an example i when i don't expect my i i in a home setup you're married right right yeah, i get home earlier and mm-hmm. i find my wife is still at work i'm earlier than her we're just the two of us mm-hmm. the fact that i'll cook and prepare supper or any meal does not mean that she does not love me because she did not do that right it means that i'm what am i what am i trying to say that i, I should expect, expect her to come cook and all that there's no expectation in that when i go home i cook i prepare food she'll come back she was expected to prepare all mm-hmm. that but she's fond of that that brings happiness yeah it does we we have done what killed expectation so many people are going into relationships with so many expectations and they end up getting disappointed and thinking the other significant other will make them happy Mm-hmm. very controversial but how i look at it yeah that's that's very true i actually feel we've had this conversation before and it's it's actually very true happiness is where you're at at the moment with yourself and not in someone's hands or someone's life so that said um what are the benefits of addressing failure when you address failure what are the good things that come with that the benefits The benefits of addressing failure is that they make you realize that whatsoever does not define who you truly are. Mm-hmm. You know, every person has got uh, room for improving, room for readjusting and making things right. So, yes. The benefits you you have peace. You know, when something does not work out, you invest money into a business, it does not work out. You are, you have peace within you saying that oh, I truly am because it is just something that has not worked mm-hmm. so i have to again and do it better maybe i need more research maybe i need more other people to connect me to what i can do better you know get more knowledge get more theory and all that mm-hmm. get more practical probably we've got a lot of people going into business you've never done marketing and you only display certain things only to the contacts you have on whatsapp How are you going to succeed <laughs> when you can't even reach people on LinkedIn? You can't reach people yeah. on Twitter. You can't reach people even on Facebook with the fear of saying how would they look at me? Yeah. And business won't go. Mm-hmm. So it brings so much freedom with how you look at life and so much peace within you. And the other benefit is that you actually have an opportunity to encourage others who are coming before you doing going through the same phase because ev- everyone out there is looking up to somebody you will definitely become an example 
of somebody who is mm-hmm. going to help out somebody go through a certain phase in their life. Because whatsoever you're going through, when you undergo through failure, somebody else is also going through that phase and they need somebody who's going to give them hope that they will not stay there for the rest of their lives and they can do better and things are going to get better. Well, that's 100% true. I wouldn't agree any less. Well, that said, we have come to the end of our discussion. Thank you for joining me once again, Terry. Wow. Now, I'm very glad I was part of uh, your podcast, and I'm so excited to be here. And I'm looking forward to come and join you again on yet another series. No problem. I'll just pick up my phone, call you, and ask you to join me a second time. It was lovely having you. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Well, it's been a lovely evening from Terry and I thank you so much. I hope you listen in. I hope you follow him on his social media platforms. Terry, how can they find you on social media? Terry Mumba, just Terry Mumba. Um, it's very clear. All right. The photo thank that you. they'll find if at all they would, you know, we've got a lot of people with so many names as Terry Mumba. They'll just find yeah. a good handsome guy with a graduation <laughs> pic on it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that's really great. I love that description. <laughs> yeah, Vanessa. No, I'm so grateful to be part of your podcast. Well, thank you everyone for listening in. It's been amazing. I hope you like and share and favorite this particular episode. From me and Terry, it's good night and God bless. <laughs> <laughs>